Hey family, hello, 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 hello. Um, today we are still going to be led by the Spirit. We're going to just walk behind our Father and see where He takes us, okay? <laughs> but let's start with my Bible verse for today. My Bible verse of the day says, Worry weighs a person down. An encouraging word cheers a person up. So family, we all are guilty of worrying at a time or two. But we also know that the Bible constantly tells us worry for nothing. Have no worries. Be anxious not. We know these things, but it's like we 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 feel like and let me not speak for everybody, so let me speak for myself. I always felt like in the beginning with in my walk that well, so I want to please the Lord, but before it was like I thought I could do something to deserve God's love. I felt like that I had to work for it and I had to earn it because out in this world, we're so used to earning everything. Like we even got paid for water. Like think about it. We need water. So it's like it naturally comes to our mind that I need to please him. I need to do this. I need to do that. But do you know how you really can please the Lord? Your faith by surrendering to God with a yes and an amen, by allowing the Lord to lead you into his truth. That's how you can stop worrying. That's how these thoughts can stop consuming your being, making you feel like you constantly have to do something or you're not worthy of it. Excuse me, family, because let me tell you, in the beginning of my walk, with the Lord, I would allow my thoughts to beat me down. I would believe, I would agree with the enemy when he would say I was guilty. I would believe that, so then I would feel guilty. Um, I would, I would feel like all the stuff I did in my past made me not worthy for my future. And all of these things that, that were going on in my mind were lies because God knew me when he was forming me in my mom's womb, he knew me and God knew every mistake I would make. And he still chose to keep forming me in my mother's womb. He didn't give up on me. Do you get what I'm saying? God knows everything. He says he is the alpha and the omega. He says he is the beginning and he is the end. Okay. So that means he can see things from the beginning and he can see things from the end. Okay. He is the first and he is the last. He knows everything that's going to happen and he still chooses to love us. And that's what makes God so good. It makes God so good because it's, it's there's nothing that you can do to make to separate you from God's love. We read that in Hebrews. Nothing you can do can separate from God loving you. He loves all of us. And it's we have to step out of our thoughts sometimes. Sometimes we have to, well, all the time, because the Bible tells you that you have to cast down every vain imagination that exalts itself higher than the knowledge of Christ. And you make it obedient, okay, to what the Lord has said. So when you hear, when you turn on um, my podcast or whoever you enjoy listening to, and you're like, that word is for me. That's because they are casting down your rebellious thoughts. And they're making it obedient to what God has said. You you know the truth when you hear the truth, okay? And then the truth shall set you free, okay? 
So I, I pray that this is all making sense. Don't worry, because we're going to have a word. And that's going to lay the foundation of everything we're going to talk about. But I really wanted just to start off by you don't have to believe every thought in your mind. You can choose to believe what the truth is. Okay, you don't let that enemy tell you who you are, because let me tell you something. The devil will try to make your life what he wants it to be. And he wants you to believe that's what your life is about. He wants you to believe that the things that you did in your past is who you are. And that's not the truth. You are being transformed by the renewing of your mind daily by Jesus Christ. So you don't believe that enemy when he tries to bring up your past and he tell you that's what you are, because that is is a lie okay because only the lord knows only the lord knows and holds your eternal life so if you were living in sin in the past the, the that's not internal life sin equals death you get what i'm saying spiritually or physically sin can equal death but if you give your life to the lord and you allow the lord to transform you you have eternal life in him That's where your life begins. Your life begins when you say, Jesus, come into my heart. Make me a new person. That's when your life started. Do not believe that you are not worthy enough of the Lord saying he loves you because he does. If he didn't love you, I wouldn't be on here because family, listen. I am only a prime example, and I'm boasting not in myself. I'm boasting in the Lord. I am a prime example of God's love because, listen here, I could have been in hell right now, but God seemed to not fit. You get what I'm saying? God seemed to not fit that he sent his son down here to die on the cross for us. God died on the cross for our sins. Do you get that? So don't sit there and be like, I've done too much. The Lord don't love me. Yes, he does. Yes, he does love you. He wants to change you. He wants to make you who he says you are. What the Bible says you are, that's who you are. Okay, believe that. Believe that you are precious to the Lord. Believe that he loves you. Okay, because let me tell you something. Lord, what is a time that I can share with my brothers and sisters? Hold on, family. Okay, I would have like um, flashbacks sometimes of being in sin. Or I would have um, moments where I felt like um, that... I'm just using the Lord and I really don't love him or I would have thoughts like, how do you know that he is real? And family, like this is stuff that still happens. But now I understand that I have to cast down those vain imaginations and I have to make it obedient to what the Lord has said. So when I have flashbacks in my mind, right, I plead the blood of Jesus. I repent and I plead the blood of Jesus and I keep it pushing. I don't sit there and I don't allow those thoughts to fester in my mind. I don't do that. I cast them down. Okay. In the name of Jesus, by the power of God, if I'm having a a dream and the dream is demonic, 
if, even if I can't wait, even if I don't wake up out the dream, like at that very demonic moment, when I wake up, I start praying against that dream. Okay. I sever every tie that the enemy tried to make with me in that dream. I, I cancel any contract the enemy tried to make with in my dream while I was sleeping. Okay. I don't lay there and I don't let it fester on in my life and allow it to beat me up throughout my days. I cast it down in the name of Jesus by the power of God. Okay. Let's, um, I think, what did I, Lord, what did I say? Um, Oh, and then when my thoughts like doubting the Lord, I do not believe that. I, I, I you gotta cast that down. I believe that Jesus is real, and I bind up and I cast down any lying tongue that wants to tell me otherwise. Okay, you gotta cast these thoughts down to feel like I'm not worthy enough. I'll say I cast you down in the name of Jesus because the Lord died for me to have eternal life in the name of Jesus. The Lord sees that I am worth Him dying for by the power of. God. And that's how you got to be. Family, if you got to go and get, and get a little secret space, and if you got to get nuck if you buck for your sane mind, get nuck if you buck for your sane mind. Don't allow your, your mind to take control of you. You get control of it by the God's word, by reading God's word in the name of Jesus. You have to, um, you have to hold up the shield of faith against the devil's fiery arrows, right? That's in, um, I think it's in Ephesians. That's the full armor of God. But how can you have faith if you're not reading what the word says? You have to hold up your shield of faith by saying, I choose to believe different. I don't choose to believe these lies. I don't do that. That's how you have to, that's how you have to be. I don't want to be that person. I'm not that person. That's not who Christ said that I am. So I don't, I don't accept that in the name of Jesus. So, um, hold on fam. Cause I'm a, we're going to go to this uh, Bible verse. It's first Peter. Just let me see the chapter real quick. Hold on. All right. So it's first Peter chapter five, starting at verse six. Well, really, we can start um, right above verse six. It says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God. And at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring, like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. Hallelujah. A glory be to God. And God, in his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you. And he will place you on a firm foundation. All power to him forever. Amen. Because God is so good. Because, yes, the enemy can walk around like a warring lion seeking to who he can devour. But let me tell you something. You got to get your mind set and you got to get your feet planted that you will not devour me in the name of Jesus. Not no more. Well, I believe your lies in the name of Jesus. I shall defeat you because it's in Genesis. Um, let's go to Genesis chapter, I believe it's chapter three. And it says, um, hold on. 
Let's go to chapter, go to, go to verse 13. Then the Lord God asked the woman, what have you done? The serpent deceived me, she replied. That's why I ate it. Then the Lord gave, the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all the animals, domestic and wild. You will crawl around on your belly, groveling in the dust as long as you live. And I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head. And you will strike his heel. Family, hallelujah, glory be to God. By what what Christ did in the name of Jesus, we are able to trample upon the enemy. Yes, the enemy can strike our heel, but we can crush his head in the name of Jesus. It says it right here in the word that he will strike your head and you will strike his heel. we We have the authority. The Lord has given us the power to trample upon Satan. You can't worry about him wanting to warm up go around like a warming lion seeking to eat and devour that don't mean nothing you got to stand firm knowing that i can crush your head in the name of jesus it don't matter how he come up against you keep your fleet planted and believe in your mind you have to believe in your mind that i shall crush you in the name of jesus by the power of god let's go to psalms 91 real quick okay hold on And that says, it says, for he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promise are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of terrors at night, nor the arrow that flies in day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in the darkness, nor the disasters that strike at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge... If you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation in the name of Jesus by the power of God. You have to believe it. Yes, you see that it says that the enemy goes around like a roaring lion seeking who he could devour. But you just see that the word says you will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. Family, listen, that you have all the power that you need in the name of Jesus to conquer and to devour the enemy in all of his lives. You can, listen, it's if illness is trying to stalk you, people trying to stalk you, 
places, trials, wherever this Satan's device is against you. I want you to stand up firm today with your feet planted and say that, listen, I shall crush fierce lions and cobras under my feet in the name of Jesus. The weapons that are formed against me shall not prosper. I shall not worry about nothing, but yet I shall pray about everything. Lord, I thank you for all that you have done for me. Hallelujah, Lord. And I received the peace that surpasses all understanding. That's how you have to come to the Lord. It says come boldly to his throne of grace. And you and you sit there and you lay at his feet boldly, but humbly, because don't go to God on boat because he don't play. I ain't saying you just storm up in the courts and be like, yo, God, don't do that. Because listen here. You ain't going to try to say your sister with her, her beauty told you to do it. Because I'm like, Lord, you knew my heart. <laughs> I did not mean it like that. But go boldly into the, th- to the throne of grace. And you begin to tell the Lord. You have to, you ha- when you go to the Lord, right? You have to use your scriptures that you know. Like, yes. Like, okay. What's a good, what's a good warfare scripture? Come on. get Let's get back if you buck real quick. What is a good warfare scripture? Um, Hold on. Let's say if the enemy, right, if he wants to sit there and you might have got a bad doctor's report and you go on boldly into the into the throne of grace, right? And say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm entering into your courts. First, you got to enter into his courts with thanksgiving and praise. Father, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for all that you do for me. I think that you are mighty. Hallelujah. I thank you for because by your stripes, you said I am healed. Hallelujah. In your words, you said that you would keep plagues and pestilence away from me. In the name of Jesus, by the power of God, you have to say those kind of things. You understand, family? And as you say it, you 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 start to feel the power of the Lord. You said that I shall not fear none of the evil in the name of Jesus. In your word, you says that you will protect me because I trust in your name, Father, in the name of Jesus. And I choose to trust you. I receive your trust, Father, in the name of Jesus. And that's how you got to get hype. You got to get hype because then you and you in your warfare mode. So when you in warfare mode, you start feeling untouchable because you like, oh, because it really do be feeling like you like the Terminator. I'm telling you, it do. Your sis is not going to lie to you. You got to be like, listen, you just got to listen. Because <laughs> I'm trying to stay calm, but I'm hype, and I'm trying to stay calm, family. You already know how how your sis is coming. So, like that, it's all about where you put in your belief at. Are you going to believe what they say, or are you going to believe by His stripes you are healed? Are you going to believe that these racing thoughts are from the Lord? Or are you going to believe that Lord, Your word says that You did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. The Lord, the Lord is the King of Peace. You hear me? He is the King of Peace. So if you're having racing thoughts in your mind, you have no peace. It's something wrong right there. You get what I'm saying? You have to go to the Lord and be like, you say that you will give me the peace that surpasses all understanding in the name of Jesus by the power of God. It's what you believe or what what do you want to believe, family? What are you going to believe in the name of Jesus? Hallelujah. A glory be to God. Hold on real quick. Okay, family. Hold on. Okay, family. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. And my kids are just, they just, they're very needy today. (laughs) So I'm sorry. But earlier, um, it's not in Hebrews that talks about nothing that can separate us from God's love. It is in Romans. It's Romans chapter 8 to be exact. And the full armor of God is in Ephesians 6. 
Just, you know, family, that's a little plug if you want to go there so y'all can have a full armor and you can be confident in the Lord, okay? Um, Let's go to Isaiah 55 because this is, okay, when you're going through these different warfares and everything, right, you have to remember that when you're entering into his course boldly with thanksgiving and praise and that nothing can separate you from God's love. So you just confident and you know, you love, he, you love him because he loved you first. When you know these things about the Lord, you're like you, and you know that like how it says, this is why we're going to Isaiah 55 verse 11, because you know that, um, boy, let's go up a little higher. It says, this is just a banger. I don't even know where to start because this whole verse is a banger. <sighs> All right, let's just start at the beginning because this it, it's just a banger, family. Like, it's just a banger. It says, is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Yes. Even if you have no money, come take your choice of wine or milk. It is all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does that does you no good? Listen to me and you eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. Come to me with your ears wide open. Hallelujah. The Lord says, come to him with your ears wide open. Listen and you will find life. Oh, glory be to God. Listen and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I use him to display my power among the peoples. I made him a leader among the nations. You also will command nations you do not know and peoples unknown to you will come running to obey because I, the Lord, your God, the Holy one of Israel have made you glorious. Seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him now while he is near. Let the wicked change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong let them turn to the lord that he may have mercy on them yes turn to our god for he will forgive generously my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts says the lord hallelujah and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine for just as the heavens are higher than the earth so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts hallelujah see that's why we got to cast down worry in the name of jesus because Cause it says right here, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts higher than yours. Hallelujah. See, you could be sitting there and you could be worried about how to pay a bill. But the Lord is saying, see, that worry is there because your thoughts ain't as high as my thoughts. I always got a ram in the thicket if you just trust me. If you just trust that I am the Lord your God and that I shall protect you. Hallelujah. I can move mountains. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. By a simple command by the power of God. In the name of Jesus. You got to remember that his ways are higher than your ways. When you, when it seems like it's impossible, that's when you know God's about to show up. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. When your situation looks impossible, that's how you know your God's about to show up. Cause you're saying, mm-mm, this, something ain't, it looks like it's not movable. So I know the Lord's just setting 
the scene in the name of Jesus because God, he'll come through and he'll set the scene. Hallelujah. So you will know that only he deserves the glory by the power of God. Family, catch it. Catch it today in the name of Jesus. Cast worry down by the power of God today. Believe it with the faith of a mustard seed today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He is so good, family. It says, the rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. Hallelujah. See, that's why you got to have a firm foundation. You know how the Lord said that he will set you on a firm foundation? We just read that in First Peter chapter 5. We just read that. He said he going to sit us in a firm foundation because the firm foundation is in his word because he knows if you get into his word his word will produce the fruit hallelujah there's no way that his word shall come back to you void in the name of jesus he said that his word always produces fruit hallelujah glory be to god it will accomplish all i want it to and it will prosper everywhere i send it family this is why you got to be confident in god because god is like listen my ways are so above you my thoughts are so above you so it there's no way that my word can't prosper because you can't even think or imagine what my word can do. Hallelujah. That's why we got to trust in the word of God today. We have to trust what God says today in the name of Jesus because he said it will prosper everywhere he sends it. Oh, hallelujah. You will live in peace and joy. I'm sorry. I said it backwards. You will live in joy and peace. Hallelujah. He is promising somebody today that he will live in joy and peace. The mountains and hills will burst in the songs and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Once there were thorns and cypress trees will grow where nestles grew, myrtles will sprout up. These events will bring great honor to the Lord's name. They will be an everlasting sign of his power and love. Hallelujah. The Lord is saying, that if you have been feeling barren and we're not just talking about barren, you know, um, in the womb, but if you've been feeling barren in your life, if you feel like your life hasn't been producing fruit in the name of Jesus, that's when you got to go read God's word and you got to let the seeds be planted. Hallelujah. To produce the fruit. Hallelujah. That his word shall produce. Hallelujah. Cause he got the word that produces everlasting life. Hallelujah. He got the eternal type of life kind of word in the name of Jesus. That's that's why it says, that's why he's saying that um, the mountains and the hills will burst into song and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Once where there were thorns and cypress trees will grow and the nestles grew, myrtles will sprout up. Because listen here, just because your, your, your land has been looking barren, the Lord's word is about to come through and produce plenty of fruit in the name of Jesus. Just believe that the Lord's word shall produce fruit because he said that where he sends it, it shall produce everlasting fruit in the name of Jesus. Please believe this family in the name of Jesus because his word shall prosper where he sends it by the power of God. Just receive the Lord's word today in the name of Jesus. Believe that he is the God that all other lowercase g God's got to bend to. It's The Bible says that every knee shall bend and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. He got that bend the knee type of power. You got to believe that any 
anything that tries to come up against you come is coming up against your God. Take the you out of it. Take the I out of it and know that when, when the enemy's coming against you, he's coming against your God. Stop focusing on you. Stop focusing on what you feel like and focus on, oh, you coming up against my God and you just step out the way and you let Yahweh be Yahweh in the name of Jesus. You let El Shaddai be El Shaddai, God Almighty in the name of Jesus. That's what you got to do, family. Stop thinking it's about you because it's not. This battle is not about you. Hallelujah. But it's about the Lord. Listen, go listen to Yolanda Adams song. The battle's not yours because that's the banger too, because this battle is not yours. And you have to realize that this is not about you at all in the name of Jesus. It's just not. Okay. <laughs> so, um, let's go back to first Peter chapter five family. I'll be getting hyped because listen, that power of God show up and listen, <laughs> I will get duck if you buck for Jesus. All right. Listen. Um, it says. Uh, let's go back to. My kids are loud. It's okay. Let's go back to verse nine. So first Peter chapter five, starting at verse nine. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world are going through the same kind of suffering you are. Okay, so I want to bring up because I was emailed um, a beautiful poem. It really, it truly is a beautiful poem. And um, I told the person because they want to remain anonymous for now, you know, but... If you want to hear more from this person, you just let me know because they said they have more. And, um, um, as we were talking, they, I asked them to write just a little summary of what brought them to write this poem. So I'm going to read you first the poem and then I'm going to read you the summary. So let's go to that. Hold on, fam. And the title of it is called Waves. And it says, as I start to meditate, I sink deeper into my thoughts. I'm trying my best not to drown. They begin to rush in, overwhelming me like the endless currents of waves in the sea, in the ocean. Lord, I turn to you as I often do when the rush tries to take over me. I can only faintly see you from the, afar now, but at least I can still see you. These waves are coming in back to back and getting stronger and stronger. I have to fight. I cannot and will not let the water overtake me. I had to keep my head just above it and make sure that it stays there. Focusing on getting to the sand of the shore where I can see you, where I can see you, knowing that I have to make it there to be with you at all costs. So I desperately start to swim faster, harder, knowing that these waves are fighting against me, trying to make me lose sight of you. But I continue on with my mission. With each breath I take in, it gives me strength to press on, helping me to realize that I that even though 
These waves are strong and are constantly coming. They will never stop me from endlessly doing my best to get to you. Hallelujah. A glory be to God because that's the truth. Let's just read the summary because I don't want to take away or add to anybody's anybody's work for the Lord. So we're going to read the summary. But glory be to God because you know that's a banger. You know it is. like You know that you be feeling like that. And listen. This is a sidebar before I read the summary. But the enemy always wants us to feel like we are going through our sufferings alone. But that's why we lead on each other. Because if we all can admit, I'm suffering. I'm suffering for the sake of Christ. That shall set you free in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And I just love that people want to come and they want to join together. And we want to talk about our suffering. That we want to overcome by the blood and the lamb and the word of our testimonies. It it just feels so good because there's a freedom when you can walk in what you used to be, but you can tell people how you got to where you're at. You get what I'm saying, family? It's a freedom where you can say, I used to be like this, but I'm not that person no more. In the name of Jesus, sidebar over, okay? <laughs> and um, this is the summary. Um, She said, thank you. And it says, oh, she said, she said, thank you, Lord, for yet another day to allow me to be used in the way that you want me to be at this time for your purpose. I want to reach out and let you know that the poem that is going to be read to you was brought to me to write specifically at a time when I was overwhelmed with emotions. I was and still am going through a spiritual warfare that I have to, with the with the Lord's help, Continue to fight to conquer so that I can move into a higher realm spiritually. When I wrote this poem, I was driving home from the gym on a very hot day, exhausted from my workout. And as I began to pull up to my house into my driveway, there was a rush rush of words over my spirit that I knew without a doubt came from the Lord. Then the next command came to write and right now. I wanted to be obedient and start writing, but I wanted to get into the house to do it because I had rolled up the windows and I was sweating to the point of soaking my clothes. The care of what I wanted to do was irrelevant to him. That was in all caps. And Lord was in all caps, too. And it was in bold caps. That's I'm, I'm telling you how, like, how the person wrote it. <laughs> and I had to do what I was told and I could and I could not do anything even something simple like go ahead and roll the window down to let fresh air into the car to cool me down until the task was finished. Everything at the moment ceased until I did what I was told. So here is the finished poem that God gave to me to be shared with all who comes in contact with it. I hope you all understand it and can can get peace from it. I love you all. Take care and God bless. In the name of Jesus, by the power of God and family, that just takes me to one more um, Bible story that I just want to read with you guys really quickly or not really quickly because we're going to take our time. OK, we're going to take our time because God is worthy of it all. OK. But that is just so beautiful. And if you want to hear more from this person, you just let your sis know. And I will let them know. And, you know, maybe one day they'll even come on the platform and tell you a little bit about their testimony, you know. But the only thing I want to say is 
it's okay to suffer. And it's okay. Sometimes you know you want to suffer just with God in your secret place. But don't ever be ashamed of where you came from or or how you got to the point that you at. You know, you know how people always say when people like this is like the rarely standpoint when people get money they say don't forget where you came from. Like when God seats you in that high place, don't forget where you came from. Do not forget where you came from because you you were there for a reason and for that season to so the Lord can show people his great works. Hallelujah. Because anything that the enemy made for your bad, God can turn it around for your good, okay? So God wants you to give him the glory. Don't be ashamed of where you used to be at. You know, don't be ashamed of that. You you don't have to condone where you used to be. You don't have to sit there and be like um glorifying being in the world but you can allow people to know like I was there I know how it feel because listen you don't know who what you're who's how can I word this you don't know who will hear your testimony and how it will impact their lives okay by the goodness of God it's somebody who who might not even know who God is who don't understand who God is and your very testimony will will shine a light into their heart hallelujah your very testimony could be that that seed that they needed that water that they needed to see that was already planted maybe to be watered your very testimony is a testimony for somebody else and you have to understand that we are one body we are all one body and we are all suffering for Christ in the name of Jesus. Okay. Glory be to God. <laughs> um, but hold on, family. One moment. Hold on. Okay, family. Let's turn to Daniel chapter three and let's begin to read. King Nebuchadnezzar made a gold statue 90 feet tall and nine feet wide and set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then he sent messages to the high officer, officials, governors, advisors, treasurer, judges, magistrates, and all the provincial governors to come to the dedication of the statue he had set up. So all these officials came and stood before the statue King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then a herald shouted out, people of all races and nations and languages, listen to the king's command. When you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and other musical instruments, bow to the ground and worship King Nebuchadnezzar's gold statue. Anyone who refuses to obey will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. So at the sound of the musical instruments, all the people, whatever their race or nation or nation or language bowed to the ground and worshiped the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. But some of the astrologers went to the king and informed on the Jews. They said to the king Nebuchadnezzar, Long live the king. You issued a decree requiring all the people to bow down and worship the gold statue when they hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and other musical instruments. That decree also states that those who refuse to obey must be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whom you have put in charge of the province of Babylon. They pay no attention to you, your majesty. They refuse to worship your gods and do not worship the gold statue you have set up. Then King Nebuchadnezzar flew into a rage and ordered ordered that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought before him. When they were brought in, Nebuchadnezzar said to them, It is true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you refuse to obey my 
my gods, lowercase g, or to worship the gold statue I have set up, I will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I have made when you hear the sound of the musical instruments. But if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. And what, what, and then what god will be able to rescue you from my power? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if it doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your lowercase g gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. See, family? The thing with the enemy is, right, he thinks that with when he throws different darts your way or, or if certain things happen in your life that you will give up on God. But do you see how it was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and how they sat there? And it was like, even if we have to go in the blazing furnace, we are still not going to bow down to that statue. Hallelujah. We will never serve your God in the name of Jesus. But do you see how they were suffering together? They were all suffering together. They weren't sitting there like off to the side like I don't know. No, they stood in unity together. And we said that we will they said that we will suffer if we if God calls us to suffer in the name of Jesus. Because I'm not gonna give up on my God in the name of Jesus. And that's the attitude that we gotta have in the body. We gotta be like, listen, we will suffer together for Christ's sake. I will not bow down to your statue. I will not I will not serve your God. I will keep my God in my heart. His praises will come from my mouth. And ain't nobody taking the Lord's praise out my mouth in the name of Jesus. That's how we have to stand with our feet planted to the ground together and be like, I don't care what furnace you try to throw me in. My God, if I have to burn for my God, or if I, if the Lord, if he allows me to come out the fire, I'm going in the fire for my God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's keep going. Nebuchadnezzar was so furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that his face became distorted with rage. He commanded that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual. Hallelujah. I know y'all like, well, why the Lord allowing it to be, be up seven times higher in the name of Jesus? Then he ordered some of the strongest men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So they tied them up and threw them into the furnace, fully dressed in their pants, turbans, robes, and other garments. And because the king, in his anger, had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, the flames killed the soldiers as they threw the men in. Hallelujah. That just show you how hot the fire was. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego securely tied tied fell into the roaring flames see how the enemy tried to bind them up he tried to keep them bound in the name of jesus but suddenly nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors did we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace yes your majesty we certainly did they replied look nebuchadnezzar shouted i see four men unbound walking around in the fire unharmed and the form and the fourth looks like a god Hallelujah. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the most high God, come out. Come come here. You see how, listen, 
He went from saying it looks like a God to him saying they, they're the servants of the most high God. Hallelujah. You see how the enemy, the enemy set it up so that they will be down in that fiery furnace and they will get burnt. Cause you see, as the, as the doors was open and soldiers was dying from the heat and they bound, they bound Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego up and they threw them into the fire. But do you see how God met them in the fire and for him to get all the glory? He showed their enemies that I am God. Hallelujah. And even though that you're bound three men, you see me in the fire with my men. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You see me in the fire with my children in the name of Jesus. So he says, so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. Hallelujah. Oh, good. Glory be to God. The same enemies. That tried to put you in the fire will be the very one that opened the door. Hallelujah. Because the, the Lord got a way to make your enemies your footstool in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Then the high officers, officials, governors, and advisors crowded around them and saw that the fire had not touched them. Not a hair on their head was singed and their clothing was not scorched. They didn't even smell like smoke. Hallelujah. Because that is the glory of God. Though your enemies try to throw you in the fire the lord will you will step at that fire looking like a diamond in the name of jesus they will see not one of your hairs was touched by the power of god hallelujah that's how you gotta believe family even though i'm in the fire even though my enemies throw me in the fire i will come out untouchable unstoppable in the name of jesus just believe it you gotta have that mindset that i serve the most high god and if they throw me in the fire my lord shall meet me in the fire hallelujah Hallelujah. But I'm not going to give up on the Lord, my God. Hallelujah. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angel to rescue his servants who trusted in him. They defied they defied the king's commands or were willing to die rather than to serve or worship any God except their own capital G God. Cause he know, therefore I make this decree. If any people, whatever their race or nation or language speak a word against the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, they will be torn limb from them and their houses will be turned into heaps of rubble. There is no other God that can rescue like this. Then King, then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to even higher positions in the province of Babylon. Hallelujah. Do you see how, right, family? Okay, 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 family, because I'm getting hype. Because listen, God met me in the fire. Hallelujah. They turned their furnace up seven times hot on your girl. Hallelujah. But the Lord, when I walked out the fire, not a single one of my hairs was touched. So when I read this word, I believe it. Because Lord, I was in the fiery furnace in my life in the name of Jesus. And you met me in there. Hallelujah. And that same enemy that tried to throw me in there was the same enemy without his knowing was the one who got me out of there in the name of Jesus. In the fire, I was able to see God. Hallelujah. If it wasn't for the enemy throwing me in the fire, how would I have seen God in the name of Jesus? That's how you got to think of it. If the enemy didn't throw you into the fire, how would you have seen God? Hallelujah. How would God have met you in the fire? How would you not know that the, that, that God, how would you have known, right? If the enemy didn't throw you into the fire, that God can save you from the fire, that you're, that nothing, nothing shall be burnt up in that fire because God has met you in there. If the enemy don't put you in the fire, if he don't think that, 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 um, I want to say this Lord, cause I want to say it. I want to say it right. I want to say it right by the power of God. 
Okay, if, if people, right, people might think that they're doing a, a, a service to their lowercase g guys by persecuting us, right? But by the persecution and they seeing that we don't give up on God, right? That gives God the glory because then people will say that they are the servants of the most high. They even was ready to give up their lives for that God. And my God can't save me from a fire like the most high God can in the name of Jesus. You see, Nebuchadnezzar said this, no other God can do what, they, what he did in the name of Jesus. So you have family. We have to know that when we in that fire, it's for God to get the glory. Stop worrying about being bound up. Don't be like, oh, they tying a rope on me. Oh, they turning the fire up hotter. No, you know that your God's about to meet you in there in the name of Jesus. By the power of God, you will know that once you come out that fire, you will not even smell like you was in there. Hallelujah. Your clothes won't even be burnt in the name of Jesus. That's how you gotta know. You just gotta know that you know in the name of Jesus. You just got to know that you know because that all is a scare tactic from the enemy. He wanted to turn the fire up. They want, he wanted them to see them turn the fire up. He wanted to see the, well, he wanted them to see the soldiers get burnt. He wanted to see them getting tied with a rope because it's all about intimidations. But you got to go in it with a mindset like, listen, my Lord is meeting me in that fire. Yeah, you doing all of this. Yeah, I see all of that. But I know my God's in that fire. Hallelujah. I know that the Lord shall send his angel to protect me. I know in his word that he said, I won't even hurt my foot on a stone. Hallelujah. You got to believe in family. You have to believe this in the name of Jesus by the power of God. Hallelujah, Lord. Is there anything else you need me to say, Father? Because I'm fired up. I'm fired up today. Okay, we just going in in prayer in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus. I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for being good, Father. I thank you for being the most high, God, Father. I thank you for shielding and protecting us, Father. I thank you for allowing the enemy to even throw us into the fire, Lord. Because in that fire, we shall see that you are God, Father, in the name of Jesus. And I just thank you, Lord. I thank you that even though the weapons are formed, that they shall not prosper. Hallelujah. I want to give you all the glory, Father, because you are worth every praise, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for your blood, Lord. I thank you for what you did on that cross for me, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for my brothers and sisters, so though I don't have to suffer for you by myself, Lord, but I can suffer with my brothers and sisters in the name of Jesus. Father, I just thank you, Lord, and I just love you, and I just worship you, Lord. And I'm praying, Father, that my brothers and sisters get the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, Father, today, that you are who you say you are in the name of Jesus, that your word shall go and produce fruit by the power of God. I pray that my brothers and sisters get a fresh wind of this anointing, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray that you give them the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding, Lord, to know that you are God. I know I said it, Lord, but I know that somebody needs to hear it, that he is God in the name of Jesus. Glory be to your name, Father, because you are, listen, Lord, your thoughts are way above our thoughts, Father, and your ways are far beyond our ways, Lord, in the name of Jesus, and allow your children to understand that, even though it looks like it's for their bad father allow them to know that you will turn it for their good in the name of jesus hallelujah allow them to know even though that the fire looks hot hallelujah that you shall you shall tell the fire to be still in the name of jesus let them know that you are the god over the heat in that fire hallelujah allow them to know that though 
Goodson, Lord. I could go on and on about your praise, Father, because the weapons that are formed shall not prosper against my brothers and sisters. And I bind up any enemy trying to come up against them in the name of Jesus by the power of God in the name of Jesus. And I sever you at the root in the name of Jesus. And I cast you down by the power of God. And that's in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Family, don't believe the lying tongues of the enemy. Hallelujah. Know that you have the victory in Christ today. In the name of Jesus, just believe it, family. Just believe it. Believe who your God says that he is. Go read his word in the name of Jesus. Because his word produces fruit. Hallelujah. It produces everlasting fruit, family. In the name of Jesus, it will flourish everywhere it is sent. In the name of Jesus, just believe it. And that is in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. (laughs) Family, you know we're about to say it together. Remember that I love you. But most importantly, go ahead and say it. Jesus loves you. Have a blessed day, family. See you later. Bye.